Hey gorgeous, welcome to the Bernadette Jackson podcast where we are redefining how the world views women with daddy issues by discussing topics, sharing stories, and gaining insights all from the perspective of a fatherless daughter. I'm your host, Bernadette, the creator of Her Way Relationship Intensive and your favorite fear investigator. If this is your first time here, here's what I want you to know. The fear of abandonment and rejection is the lens through which fatherless daughters do most things. It informs how they show up in every relationship. Most fatherless daughters are operating in the fear of abandonment cycle and they don't even know it. Each week, I focus on a topic that highlights how fear shows up in our lives, either through conversations with others or deep dives into the insights that I have. If you'd like to know if you're on the fear of abandonment cycle, go to BernadetteJackson.com slash FOA cycle and take my free assessment. Again, that's BernadetteJackson.com forward slash FOA cycle. Hey, y'all. So recently I took on a new role. I thought it would be easy peasy lemon squeezy because I am familiar with some of the responsibilities, but I was wrong. I didn't take into account the nuances of working outside of my home post COVID. I didn't even realize that things would not be as simple as riding a bike. In fact, After one week in my new role, I felt like my body was shutting down on me. I had tightness in my chest whenever I was walking up the stairs and into my building. And at first, I was thinking, "Woo, Bernadette, you need to up your gym game. But then I wondered, is this old age? Is this what this feels like? And finally, I settled on the fact that My body is just deteriorating. Yep, that's what I came to. But what was actually happening was that I was feeling anxiety at all of the new changes that were going on. My body was sending me warning signals because it was trying to figure out what on earth was I doing? Why was I not working from my home office anymore? Why was there so many people coming in and out of my office and asking me questions? Why did I need to put on a coat and a scarf every single day? And why was I responsible for so much more than I was before? All of these changes happened at once and I thought I was ready for it. And I wasn't. I wasn't. By Friday of that first week, My brain was completely fried. I didn't know if I was coming or going. I considered going to the hospital for a checkup, if I'm honest, because I just wanted to make sure that everything was still in working order. So as I was sitting down debating on how and when to get this checkup, I heard a message about how to be your own first responder. With everything that was going on in my life at the time, it really got me to thinking. I started wondering, what is the role of a first responder? And how can I be that to myself in the seasons of my life where extra self-nurturing and care is required? 
I immediately did some research and confirmed that a first responder's primary responsibilities are to quickly and competently assess a situation and determine all of the pertinent information from an emergency situation. They provide initial rescue and first aid care. So two things stood out to me there. The first thing is that first responders quickly and competently assess the situation. And the second thing that stood out is that they provide initial rescue or first aid. Emphasis on initial. So what does that mean for me or for you? If you are going through a similar change and realize that you need more from yourself and for yourself than you did before. Well, first things first, in order for me to quickly and competently assess my situation, I had to first know what my baseline is. So I'm asking myself questions like, how do I feel usually? What happens in my body when I have big emotions, when I'm feeling stress, when all the things are happening at once? And what do I do about that? I realized that I would not be able to quickly assess anything if I had a habit of ignoring how I feel and why. Those of us who have developed different vices to distract ourselves from healing, from big emotions, or even dealing with them, processing them, you know exactly what I mean when I say that if you had a habit of pushing aside how you feel in favor of being the strong friend or just strong in general, and you want to hold on to that superwoman status, (laughs) then having a little extra stress added on to what's normally happening with you is not going to be enough of an indication that is going to make you notice that there is a change happening in your body. That notion that you need to push through will simply kick into overdrive and you will go on ignoring the warning bells from your body, even though they may be trying to tell you something. Now, how you decide to take inventory of how you feel so that you can gauge what your baseline is, is up to you, but it is a necessary first step in order for you to quickly and competently assess your own situation. Now that we know what's wrong, and for me, it was anxiety over the responsibilities of my new role, we can decide what our initial rescue is going to be or what our first aid care will look like. Many of us stop living fully because of what happened to us. We stopped because they hurt me or they weren't there for me or love didn't work out for me. But it's time to leave the past behind and be unstoppable. The Unstoppable Conference features four amazing speakers that will help you leave the past behind. Now, I know the past can be painful because my past experiences made me feel shame, guilt, and even embarrassment. But I also know you can leave the past behind when you begin to see yourself the way God sees you. 
I'm Denise Taylor, and I am so excited to be partnering with Bernadette on Team Unstoppable. The Unstoppable Conference is completely free, and it's just in time for the new year. December 27th through 30th, this virtual conference will help you accept once and for all that what happened to you did not ruin you. Now, I hope you are ready for a new you in 2022 because change will be the outcome and you will be unstoppable. Now, check out the show notes for a link to join us live each night. It's completely free and we are leaving the past behind. You can learn more online at www.denisetaylor.live and we already know Bernadette is going to show up and show out. So don't miss this opportunity to break every chain December 27th through 30th at the Unstoppable Conference. Now, if you remember some episodes back, I spoke about how important self-nurturing is and how it plays a major role in my routine of resistance. I had to create a routine of resistance for myself because I don't want to revert back to the old version of me. The version of me that always wore a mask, never asked for help, was taking my fear-based responses into every relationship and needed validation from absolutely everyone. I worked hard on my healing and creating new routines, habits, behaviors, and strategy is how I've been able to stay on this road. I love it here and I don't want to go back, so I do the necessary work. So bringing things back to what I was saying, my initial rescue includes nurturing myself. When I realized that I wasn't dying and in fact it was just anxiety, I started to ask myself a couple of questions. Because I know that anxiety kicks in for me when I'm unsure about the direction I'm taking or the systems I need to employ to succeed at what I'm doing or how things will turn out, I asked myself, what was I actually unsure about? I needed to get to the root of where this anxiety was coming from. It turns out that I was dealing with the anxiety of being around a lot more people post-COVID and I couldn't control who I was around anymore. I was also feeling anxious about how I'd perform in my new role and wondering if I had what it takes to actually do well what was required. And lastly, I was anxious because... I was trying to figure out how was I going to juggle everything that I do now with the added responsibilities of this new role. It was a lot all at once. So after asking myself, what was I unsure about and getting to the root of what the anxiety was, I then asked, well, what can I actually control? And I know that I can't control the people around me and who I actually need to be in close contact with, but I can control the safety procedures I put in place to feel more comfortable. So I did that. And I realized that in order for me to perform the functions of my new role to the standard of excellence that I'm used to doing things, I needed to create some standard operating procedures for this new role. 
And once I did that, I felt a lot better. And I felt more confident in knowing that I would be able to do everything that I needed to do to my standard of excellence. And before I could figure out how I was going to juggle everything that I had going on, I had to get real with myself, honestly. I had to look myself in the mirror and I had to ask, could I comfortably handle everything on my plate or did I need help? And I had to admit that I needed help and figure out what that help was going to look like. Figuring that out actually changed the game for me. Now that the answers to those questions were given, it allowed me to quickly and competently assess my situation and figure out the preliminaries to my self-nurturing routine. And I want to get to the fun part of actually telling you what the routine is. But before I do, I want you to know how you can do this for yourself. So what I want you to do is if you find yourself in the same situation that I did, I want you to ask yourself a few questions. Think about these things before you come up with your own routine. So I want you to sit down and I want you to get into a quiet place and I want you to think about what will actually lighten your load and think about more so like what can you actually delegate to others? Think about what brings you peace. What do you actually do to recharge and how can your loved ones support you? Answering those questions will help you to craft your own self-nurturing journey, routine rather, so that you can add that to your first aid care plan. I decided that I needed the first hour after returning home to myself. So I come in, I say my hellos, I go to my room, I close the door, and I decompress after a long day of peopling. It is very much needed for me because as an introvert, recharging is absolutely important to my sanity. Next thing I do is I wake up early enough so that I can take my time in the morning, especially when my house is quiet. I don't want to feel rushed because I realize that when I feel rushed, it just makes my day feel completely rushed and then the anxiety kicks up a bit. I also started to take my laundry to be done and have it sent back clean and folded. So that's one less thing that I have to do. And that just goes back to what can I actually delegate to someone else? And then just for me to be able to have, you know, some adult time where I'm not thinking about work or any of my other responsibilities, I plan intentional dates with my favorite people. And I also have dessert at least once a week. And that is something that has been on my self-care routine for the longest time. And I tell you, it's not going anywhere. I also schedule time to do absolutely nothing 
because I need for my brain to have downtime because it actually helps me when I need to be creative and when I need to function in my new role. And so doing that as well as praying and journaling has been so important for me. Sometimes I journal and I and it's actually written and other times it's a vo- a voice note. However, journaling has been so important because that is what actually helps me to know what my baseline is. And we said before that in order for me to be able to quickly and competently assess what the situation is with me as my own first responder, I have to know what my baseline is. And that's what helps me to do that. Being my own first responder is actually one of the new habits that I had to learn on my journey to healing. Your initial rescue will look different from mine. However, I'm hoping that the steps that I laid out for you today will help you to develop your own first aid care plan. And I want you to connect with me on IG at Bernadette N. Jackson. Slide into my DMs and let me know what you've come up with. Because I guarantee you, if you're able to come up with your own first aid care plan ahead of something like this actually happening, when this does happen, you'll be ahead of the game. And I promise you things will be a lot smoother than if you have to think about what it's going to be in the moment when you're actually experiencing a crisis or a season of your life where stress is just really on the rise. Okay, so if you can think about what this is for you now, you are ahead of the game and I promise you it will change things drastically for you. I look forward to hearing from you. I look forward to your DMs where you talk about what you've actually been doing. And I want you to remember that you deserve amazing relationships. So start with the relationship that you have with yourself. I will see you in the next one. Bye.